Business time. Come on, grab your briefcases. Let's go to very distant offices with Jake, the annoying guy, and Finn, the miner who can't work, the business lover, and it's business time. Hello, and welcome to the Lumpy Space Podcast, where we are going through every episode of the Cartoon Network series Adventure Time. And today we are going to be covering the eighth episode of the show, titled Business Time. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hey, guys. Uh, Sam Quattro is also credited with performing the intro for th- this particular episode. So Yeah, uh, great. I just came up with that. <laughs> so Give think- me my own show, Cartoon Network. Yeah, th- that's that's the entire point of this podcast, for, us, a- to, for us to be noticed for our musical contributions. <laughs> Um, but un- until until we get to that point, we'll be talking about every episode of Adventure Time, and you can find our previous discussions on episodes before this at OverlyAnimated.com under the Lumpy Space Podcast tag. Um, wherever you listen to us, whether that be on iTunes or on your preferred podcatcher, we would always appreciate, obviously, a subscribe, but also any reviews or comments you want to leave us to let us know how we're doing on this uh, journey through every episode of Adventure Time. But yeah, we'll be discussing uh, this episode, Business Time, which, uh, as evidenced by our intro song, is uh, based on Adventure Time, the the title. Um, At least I hope it is. You would think, right? And I I think at some point they do have in the intro, in in that animation where it's usually Adventure Time and has a sword going through, but I think they do that for Business Time somewhere in this episode. Um. But yeah, the, the main thing of this episode is the introduction of the of these frozen people from a long ago era, and I guess this is the intro of the whole post-apocalyptic setting of this entire show. So in that sense, it's kind of important. Yeah, I, I, I guess maybe the question is, do you feel like this is a setup or something that they fell into accidentally, or how do you think this comes off? I don't know. Um... I think given like other episodes that will happen like very soon, um, I think like they did have like it in mind that, oh, this is the post-apocalypse and maybe it is like a little setup. Um, but in terms of like how I felt about it when I was first watching it, like years ago, I was like, cool, this is a thing. Business guy is just frozen. That's fun. Uh, now that we have all these other episodes that like talk about the past and ta- uh, talk about hu- humans in some form or another, do you have any theories on who these people actually were, like what era they came from and how they survived this long? Um. Well, obviously they came from the business era, so <laughs> my guess would be like the eighties. They were they were young professionals, yuppies, um, young urban professionals rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I was asking in our Discord earlier if people thought that they were human, and I think one of our patrons, uh, Michael, said that they weren't supposed to be. I mean, like, there's a small amount of humans that are, like, hashtag confirmed, like Finn and his parents and Susan and etc. But these guys, I don't know, because they're, like, they're blue, and they have, like, little warts and stuff i don't know what that means man yeah i I mean i always got the impression that they were humans that were just disfigured because of them being frozen for so long 
but I, I guess there's a there's an argument to be made that they're just like kind of some other ooh creatures. Um, yeah, the, it's like it's like people like Tiffany or like Magic Man and like yeah other. because because they're also I did notice they're also similar in color to to um uh, Marceline's dad almost. Ooh, they're demons. Yeah, like they they look kind of similar in that sense. Although obviously it could just be like a recycled face design or whatever. Yeah, but. It, uh, also, I've seen theories that these are people from, like, the human colony, because, like, l- later on, you see that there's a colony of humans uh, at some point, and uh, Mart Arden, uh, Finn's dad, was uh, escaping the island, and th- they did show that there were other people who were trying to escape and were often caught by the sentinel that they had in the ocean or whatever. Yeah. So I've I've seen some people try to connect that back to this episode, which is a, a bit of a stretch, but I, I do think that there is a possibility as well that these were humans from from the island that just got lost at sea or something. Well, the wiki doesn't have much of an opinion on what they are since their species is listed as unknown. Um, yeah. my best guess would be humanoid. Uh, in Adventure Time, I think humanoid is usually the safest bet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's what Tiffany is. Yeah, yeah we we don't really know her, her her species either, or or his species. Like I can't remember. God, uh, why don't you use proper pronouns? Yeah, yeah. I, th- th- their species. <laughs> so yeah, these these business people are just uh, coming around. Also, another thing that sets up the post-apocalyptic thing that there's a a joke where they're um fr- unfreezing these uh, icebergs. And Jake is like, oh, I've just found all these baby shoes. And you're just wondering, like, oh, why, why are they? Okay, Ernest, Ernest Hemingway. Is that another literary reference? Yeah, that's, he, like, so that's supposed to be, like, quote-unquote, the saddest, like, short story. It's, like, a for sale baby shoes, never worn. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, that actually is probably a very apt reference here. Uh, I was thinking like, oh, could have just babies died and the shoes were all that went into the ocean after the fact. That that could be uh, a thing. I don't know, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, in this intro, uh, also we have the introduction of uh, Flambo. He appears for like a couple of frames. They're using him to ignite the flamethrowers. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah, it's like a couple of frames, but like they pick they pick him up and they like squeeze him, I think, to ignite the flamethrower or something, and uh, they just like throw him to the side. But of course, Flambo will be more influential later once we get to Fire Kingdom arcs. Yeah, which but, is like three seasons in the future. Yeah, like who knows what Flambo was even doing there on the beach to begin with? I don't know. Maybe he was just hanging out and he saw that they like needed help and they were like. Yeah, we'll give you some like treasure if you want to help us like flame up some stuff. And he was like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah, <laughs> but that seems like his thing. Like he'd just be in it for himself, personal gain. Um, but well, yeah, introduction of Flambo for like two seconds. But uh, while they're unfreezing, they find this uh, these businessmen, and uh, Finn asks them, well, "Like, where did you come from?" And they just say, like, "Been frozen so long, don't remember." Uh, uh, wow. they, uh, also, they speak like cavemen. <laughs> yeah, they're businessmen who are who might as well be the new cavemen on this earth. Yeah, like it seems like business has just disappeared from this universe. I guess, 
But Finn and Jake are aware enough of what it is, and so they're like, hey, we, we can use you to build this gauntlet dock. And like, what is, like, like you're not going to be able to wear it if it's a dock, bro. Like, what are you going to, like, supersize? Wait, what? <laughs> a gauntlet, hold on. Unless I'm thinking about, like, a different kind of gauntlet. Oh, yeah, I think there's a there's a type of gauntlet that you wear, like a bracelet, right? It's it's like a glove. Oh, it's a glove. Yeah, but I, I also gauntlet is like a, a I think it's like a straight line that you you used to make uh, victims of torture go through in order in order to uh, like punish that's them. That's dark. Don't do that, Finn and Jake. But see, the weird thing is they want to do it to themselves, but they find it fun. Uh... Yeah, the 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 older trend uh, version of Gauntlet is a, a military punishment of receiving blows while running between two rows of men with sticks. Well, have fun with that, boys. <laughs> yeah, but the, their version is like, hey, let's have swinging axes and uh, boots that come out from the floor or to kick us in the nards and th things of that situation. Um, but they get the, the businessmen to finish it for them, and they decide to go hurt themselves uh, without having to build it themselves, which is great for them. Great, but, that's always the go. That's always the way to do it. Just hire people to do work for you. Yeah, th this is where Finn and Jake discover capitalism. Yep. Except they're not even paying them money, as far as we know. No, it seems like these people are satisfied with just the payment of emotional support. Uh of just feeling wanted. <laughs> I mean, that's nice and all, but you're making them do like a bunch of stuff, and I'm like, that's not cool, bro. Yeah. I mean, what even is currency in this universe? <laughs> Who knows, man? Have we ever seen anybody pay for anything? I am not sure. Like, the, the one thing I remember is uh, P uh, Princess Bubblegum makes a, a joke about the internet bills not being paid, but like, once again, what are you paying in exactly? Well, paying in love, of course. Also, Finn and Jake do end up having a treasury in their treehouse, like they collect gold coins and all. So I, I guess that's currency. But I just I've never seen anybody actually use them for things. Just using like horde like dragons. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, oh no! Wait, no, no. There is actually an there is a an obscure episode I think where like they go to the I think it's the Breakfast Kingdom or well one of these kingdoms where like they realize they have money and they just pay people people to do demeaning tasks. Do you remember that episode? I don't, but like, like that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, they're they're portrayed as big jerks, and eventually they get like threatened to be melted for their crimes against the society. So so that's nice in a way. But uh, back to business time, where, where currency doesn't exist in this episode. Um, they decide to go fight these uh, floating cubes that are bothering Hot Dog Princess. Uh, but they send the businessmen to fight them while they think. And they get hydration with their water and orange slices. So orange slices are very tasty, so good, good way of I, I, I don't like oranges, but you, yeah. You don't? Oh, okay. I don't like oranges. Sorry, everybody. Mm. Uh, I feel like oranges are the best of the citrus fruits. Uh, that's, I'm not really a big citrus fruit person. Well, there you go. <laughs> like, uh, if you made me choose between oranges and lemons and limes, like, uh, I think I'd go orange there. Yeah, yeah nobody's going to eat a lemon. 
Well, there, there are people out there, but just they're, they're weird people. I mean, unless you're doing, like, tequila shots. Anyway. Hey. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so with time to think, they uh, Finn and Jake devise this plan to tie all the cubes together, and they just throw it away. And uh, the one of the businessmen takes one for the team because Hot Dog Princess wants to kiss Finn, and he, she smells like hot dog water. Okay. Uh, I will admit that hot dog water is not a great smell. Like. No, but like, I feel like that means something. Hold on. <laughs> What could that possibly mean? Uh, let's go to Urban Dictionary. Oh, oh, okay. I, I think I get it. <laughs> well, no, there, if if I am correct, uh, there was a Limp Biscuit Limp Biscuits album that involved the word hot dog water. Wow, bring bringing out our uh. Or late '90s new metal. Uh, let's see. The the, the the album was called Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water. So take with that what you, take take your meaning from that. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it up to you guys to Urban Dictionary that yourself. Then. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, because uh, so they have set up this uh, this whole operation where they're just polishing their swords and watching over all of U with satellites. But by the way, this whole system of like the surveillance definitely comes back later in the show with the Princess Bubblegum just like watching everybody all the time. Oh, Bubblegum. Yeah. So, but these businessmen are portrayed as just helping out Finn and Jake. So it's not like it's a bad thing for now. Uh, they, they they both get fat eating a lot of ice cream while finishing a video game. Um, Finn. Says, yeah, and then they they call ice cream a tool. Yeah, they they mold Ice King out of out of Finn's fat, which is a little um. That, that's yeah. that's not really realistic, but okay. Yeah, and also Finn then molds Princess Bubblegum out of his fat. I'm a dork and have an annoying voice that Finn finds attractive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Which I, I take a little offense to because Hinden Walsh's voice is not annoying. She, she... I don't think it's annoying. Yeah, I think I like her voice a lot. Yeah, it's an attractive voice. I'll agree with that part, but it's not annoying. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and also they mentioned the line that who who knew being fat and lazy would feel so rewarding? It doesn't. Yeah, if like in the moment they felt rewarded because they're like, oh, we've been work adventuring so hard, we deserve a break. But uh, eventually they they get to the point where like, hey, we actually got to do something. Uh, but they're still fat, so. Yeah. Uh. At some point, uh, oh yeah, also at, at this point is where the businessmen have created this uh, robot that uh, looks like Finn to suck up the fuzzies. And uh, they said they're collecting them in care sacks so they can't get hurt. Once again, this is a parallel of what Princess Bubblegum ends up doing in other episodes. Wow, it's so pro- pro- prophetic. Yeah, like the, the the this idea, like like also at some point he mentions like uh, Finn is like you're making them unhappy and the businessmen like irrelevant. The, their happiness is not our priority. The, their safety is, and that that is Bubblegum's whole thing. Like later in the show, right? It's like, well, these people don't know any better. I gotta keep them safe, uh, even if it means un- doing unethical things. Yeah, I don't know, man. Morality. It's a it can be a gray area, I guess, when you're trying to be a leader. Yeah. 
And, and I think the show does a great thing in putting it on Bubblegum, who she, we, we develop a relationship with throughout the entire show. It's like, oh, she's a princess. She's doing what's best for her kingdom. So when all that stuff comes up, then it does feel a lot more conflict. Whereas here in, in this episode, like, it's just these businessmen that appeared out of nowhere. And it's like, what, what are you guys doing? <laughs> like, it just feels more cut and dry because we don't have much of a connection to them. Yeah. But uh, so Finn fires them and the businessmen go crazy and just begin stomping on the fuzzies, which is a, a bit strong. Um, but the the trick that they pull is that uh, Jake will be sucked up by the vacuum and then he gets to eat ice cream and use his shape-shifting power. I, I'm not sure why he, he can't just use his shape-shifting power without eating the ice cream, but whatever. Yeah, whatever he wants to do, man. Ice cream is pretty magical itself. <laughs> Yeah, I think in other episodes they they refer to Jake just having an addiction to ice cream, so that that stays consistent. But Jake just has like a food thing happening. Yeah, yeah, he, he just likes food in general. But, yeah. Uh, so, the, but that works. They clog up the vacuum tube. The robot explodes. Uh, Finn tricks the businessmen by rehiring them, so they land together. Um, and They're making a little star. It's cute. Yeah, the whole like. And then Jake is just like still just falling through the sky without anybody holding him. Like, were were you were, satisfied by that? <laughs> I mean, I felt bad. I was like, why aren't you guys holding Jake's hand? Yeah, but at the same time, he can shape shift into like a parachute or something. That's true. That's he doesn't true. need the help. Uh, but the, they agree to be rehired just to get frozen and floated away again. So, uh, 1,000 years in the future, a different adventurer will find them and use them for selfish purposes. Wow. Maybe Lemon Hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lemon Hope is going to need people after, like, the entire kingdom goes empty or whatever. Yeah. Sorry, I was just, I was watching, like, the Lemon Hope song, like, at the end of the Lemon Hope episodes. The other day, and it just made me really sad. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Did it make you as sad as seeing the businessman float away? I mean, the, the song made me sadder. I don't really care about the businessman. Oh, wow. Ouch. I mean, I, I, I like Brian Persane, who like voices them. I don't care about them. Oh, okay. I, I hadn't even thought to look at that, but that, make, that makes sense. He voices a sour cream on Steven Universe, so the, yeah. I, I can make the connection now. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the the ending joke is uh, Jake being able to shapeshift this fat away, and then J Finn is like, "Oh wait, I can't do that." And then the end is just plastered on his forehead as if it was a loser. That's a good reaction image. It is. It is. And I, I especially like the fact that they place the end like right on his forehead. It's like great, great placement. The end. Dot 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 question mark. Well, if he had a question mark, then it's like, whoa! So does that mean he, uh, he'll will watch him lose weight? Oh my or? god! Are the business? Are, hold on! Are the businessmen ever gonna come back in like the like nine episodes we have left? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they haven't come back so do? far. What if they do? What if like Gumball just like recruits them? <laughs> like he finds them floating in the ocean, and like you know what? I'm hiring you guys. I mean, that's the real reason we're watching the season one, right? Because they brought back so many season one characters that you don't even remember. Yeah, so, like, that, it's a setup, guys. <laughs> this was in the series Bible. It was planned from the beginning. It probably wasn't. You, you, well, you heard it here first. The business people are going to come back in, like, the, the third to last episode as we see yeah. uh, 
Uncle Gumball is preparing his final attack on. Oh um, my God! What am I right? I'm gonna like tell Dylan like to bet me money, and if I'm right, <laughs> it's, it's like I have a kind of a feeling I might be. I mean, the, of all the characters to bring back, I mean, we've had less less probable ones come back, so yeah, this isn't entirely out of the realm of possibility. All right, businessmen, they're coming back. You heard it here first. All right. And they have similar um, values to Princess Bubblegum, so, like, it makes for a nice, uh, like, philosophical showdown, I guess. Yeah, the businessmen from, like, episode, whatever, eight or something. Yeah, and they'll, like, be like, hey, we're doing what you used to do. And Bubblegum's like, I'm not doing that anymore. It's like like a whole, like, moral string, and it's just, like, a existential crisis i love it yeah <laughs> so um let us know if you be- if you believe that the business people are coming back for uh, the final season of adventure time uh, as as well as any other thoughts you have on on our, our discussion here today at uh, overlyanimated.com you can find this podcast and all of our previous episodes under the lumpy the lumpy space podcast tag uh, you can also talk to us uh, at Discord um, about Adventure Time or any other animated show we cover uh, at Overly Animated at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking next week, uh, next week about the ninth episode of the show, My Two Favorite People. Uh, up to you to guess or remember who those two people are. M- yeah, maybe who the- are my two favorite people? I mean, maybe your two favorite people are, are me and Sam. You never know. Yeah, that'd be nice. It, it would be nice. <laughs> For if, if anybody's out there who agrees with that, please let us know. It would help our self-confidence. Yeah. Uh, but, I like uh, being a favorite person of somebody. Same, same. But uh, until then, we'll, we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye.